Ready. Okay, welcome to our podcast. Hey, boys and girls. Welcome back to another episode of our podcast, Our Relationship. Today, we're going to talk about um, our dreams. <laughs> Actually, we didn't have a topic, but we knew we wanted to do one. So I just figured we would talk to um, Siri or Google what is one of the biggest problems that um, relationships face. No, couples face in relationships. Hey, Siri, what is the biggest problem that couples face in relationships? What is the biggest problem that couples face in relationships? Here's what I found. Um, it said Big Bang Theory. Hold on. <laughs> what is the biggest problem that couples face in relationships? I found this on the web. Okay, so we have the first one is com problems all couples face, but don't talk about. Ooh. Sounds good. Okay. Okay. Let's see if they could give us a number. Communication. Communication's a good one. Okay. Fighting fairly. That was weird. Staying connected. You know, I like that one. Money. Trust. Hey, don't look at my phone. Respect. <laughs> Intimacy. We talked about that last week. Not accepting each other's flaws. That kind of goes with what we were talking about. Yep. Okay, so let's do that one. Not ex not accepting each other's flaws. And I think that's huge now that you think about it. Um, I have a saying um, is that if we know somebody named uh, Phil, and Phil um, has a lot of feelings, and he's talking, always talking about his feelings, and he gets hurt, and he gets emotional... Um, for us to get upset for at Phil for um, being hurt about stuff wouldn't be right for us. We already know that Phil is full of his feels. So pretty much I said all that to say to expect people to act like themselves. For us to expect them to act like us is unfair. Correct. So... Um, you already know that I'm going to react in a different way as you, and I already know you're going to react as in a different way than I do to whatever situations come. And it would be, um, I, I don't want to say stupid, but ridiculous. Why would, why would I expect you not to react like you? Ignorant. Yeah, there's like there's a lot of words that there could be. So, um, pretty much knowing each other's character is key, and um, knowing if you accept those characters. Because if you don't accept those characteristics that are part of them, and you think that you're going to change the person that you're with. I don't like that part, so they're going to have to change that, or I'm going to make sure they change that, or I'm going to change that, um, is not realistic. So part of who we are is part of what we grew up with, and um, our environment, and our upbringing, 
and who are spouses or um, the person we're in a person we're in a relationship with whoever their parents were whoever raised them whatever school they went to those are all factors so to unrealistically think that we're going to change someone to fit our needs or to fit our comfort is probably not um, realistic. I think um, everything you said right now is pretty cool because in the training I was doing at work today, we were talking about strengths and the importance of <laughs> the importance of knowing your strengths and then also knowing your partners or your coworkers strengths and how to work with them obviously we don't all have the same strengths and the the um assessment that we all took had to do what well, gave us five top strengths out of 34. so everybody had a different top five some of them overlapped and it was really interesting because they said something like, it's like a fingerprint, like to, uh. to take that assessment and to have the so top five. So they won't five, be identical. Right. The top five and then in the order that the assessment gives them to you in. And so they said it's very, very rare to have someone that has um, your five strengths in the same order. And they've done, I think they said like 22,000 different assessments or different trainings. And they actually came up in our class today. One of the trainers or one of our students, one of our teachers matched the trainer like exactly like in the order, same, same traits. Oh, wow. And um, so we all had these little table tents with our strengths on them on the table with our names on it. And so... They saw it when we were at lunch. So the guy was out of the room. Um, but it was really cool because it's, it's very rare. And they said that when they started talking, when he came back from lunch, he said something like, um, what's your favorite song? Or like your favorite artist? And they both said Prince at the same time. So it was really kind of kind of scary. But um, I say all that to say the importance of strengths um and how in a relationship it's important to know your um your partner's strengths and their weaknesses so that you can better support them navigate navigate um fight fair <laughs> um you know all of the things that come into relationship um knowing those and being educated on what your partner possesses as far as their strengths and their weaknesses um, not to manipulate and to get over on them but definitely to work together um, so yeah it had a lot to do with what you said okay so flaws um accepting each other's flaws and weaknesses um i know that i am very grateful to you because you do ex accept my flaws and I um, the beauty of love is wanting to get better for the other person and wanting to um, overcome because there's flaws that we have that 
um, that are just natural characteristics. Um, like maybe somebody's tenderhearted towards puppies and they would always want a puppy and they always want to rescue and they're always, you know, they want to be a dog fosterer and um, foster parent. Um, so the, the person they're getting involved with would have to be okay with that or it's going to um, not let them live out what they love and who they are in their heart. Um, I know that there's um, people that might be um, like car enthusiasts and they want to collect cars and if their spouse is not for it, it probably wouldn't work. So, um, you know, flaws don't have to be like um, totally negative, like, oh, they're a cheater or they're a gambler or yeah. they you know, waste all our family money or they um, cannot stay faithful. You know, it doesn't have to be something totally like that. It's just, be, it could be, you know, maybe they're not an active listener. Maybe they, you know, tell stories that go on and on. Yeah. Um, well, that was something that they talked about today is, is our, our strengths and how sometimes our strengths can be weaknesses depending on who we're dealing with. The perspective. The perspective that's that the other person sees it as. And the need in the moment yep. or the situation. Yeah. So your calmness might be good for an emergency situation. Mm -hmm. But when something urgent, when, you know, let's say your plane is about to leave and somebody's calmness would not be... A strength in that moment stresses everybody not, else out they're not moving they don't right. see they're not moving to urgency they don't see the urgency yeah um okay get it and i'm sure we could talk about more um one thing that i've noticed is a weakness and a strength to us is we are very chill mm. so that complements each other but then um when it comes to being uh having tenacity yeah and um i don't want to say aggression but uh assertiveness to get things done we're both very chill so um we're not going to <laughs> it's likely um the person that's gonna take initiative is probably no one or the person that gets aggravated and finally asserts and does something or just takes action quietly with grace. Yeah. Um, so I believe that you and I, I've told you before, which is personal, like I'm sharing something personal. I believe that um, you and I both have ambitions or goals or dreams maybe they're not ambitions until we have steps written out i'm not sure but to um to be on our own and not working for a company we both um work for someone else right now and have caught glimpses of what it would be like to um have more freedom and to work on our own right. um Part of that, which is, like I said, very personal, um, that 
I do feel like we do need somebody to manage us, which maybe is not as much as I used to feel like now that we're older, more mature, have more um, independence. Like I can, you know, at my job, I um, have even added stuff. Like I'm not trying to get away with anything. I'm not trying to slack, I, you know, do all that I need to and more and a lot that is unseen. Um, but I still find comfort in not having to be the main person that's budgeting, not having to be the main person that's scheduling, not having to be the main person that's having meetings and um, making decisions. Like I am very comfortable with going in, clocking in, doing tasks, and then leaving without the accountability of being the head honcho boss. Um, but I know that there's passions that I would like to pursue. There's a purpose in me that I believe, um, God has placed in me to do more than that. And so someday I will be that. But as of now, um, that is the weakness I want to talk about or strength. However, your perspective is, is that we are very graceful people and that has helped us in our relationship where we don't get mad at each other, stay mad at each other. Because there's been many times where you give me grace. Like if you trip over something when you come home, you will um, you will move whatever I left in the walkway because I am messy and I don't always see it. So I appreciate that from you, Gabriel Godinez. You're welcome. <laughs> Sometimes gracefully. Sometimes I just kick it out of the way. <laughs> and you make a comment. Why is there stuff in the walkway? <laughs> oh, there's shoes in the middle of the doorway. But, yeah. And I don't want to frustrate you. I'm just uh, not completely clueless. I think when you come into your home, you get very comfortable. And you just kick off your shoes. You drop your purse. Like... Because you're home. Like it doesn't necessarily need to be in order for you. Right now he is covering my weakness. You hear that? That is grace. <laughs> he is fluffing up. Well, because I know mess. that I have flaws that you are graceful with as well. And that's something I think we've learned over the years. It's not anything that, you know, we just knew. Yeah, I TBH, I did think I was going to change him. Yeah, it's... it's 27 years of, you know, you thinking you knew what was right and I thought I knew what was right and you were wrong and I was wrong and 27 years of taking steps of learning step by step, day by day, flaw by flaw and you know, I think that's gotten, gotten us to where we are today. Not that we have it all figured out or we're perfect still. But we have learned to work with each other. You know, there's beauty in loving, loving each other enough that you want to fit them better. You want to be a better fit. You kind of see, um, like, grow and have momentum. Is that the right word? Momentum? Yeah. Like you're, you know, that you don't want to stay the same. You don't want to stagnate. You want to move forward. 
Yeah, like there's kind of a current that goes through and you know, as you age and mature, like us starting at 19 and 20 years old, it would be a sad thing if I was still acting like that 19 year old girl and you were still giving me grace to act like that 19 year old girl. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm grateful that, that love gets us to keep moving and to want to grow for each other, to want to pursue things together and to want to, um, uh, there's a couple of things that I think are amazing. And one of them is I always believed in, um, a certain route for for living like you have to do this and you know college should probably be a part of that and um, stability and a career with company I always kind of believe that would that's what we need it to be and in meeting you and hearing you you gave me brand new ideas that sounded lofty it sounded like head in the clouds. Like, <laughs> what is this guy talking about? Um, but now that I opened my ears to it and opened my eyes to it, I do see that there are different routes other than, and I'm not saying one is better than the other, but I realize as we've grown, as your heart has become my heart, as your desires have become my desires, uh, my desires have become yours that we've grown into the same person, the same goals, getting ourselves on the same path. Um, so I do see differently now. I have either become lofty <laughs> or we have um, just put our focus there. Where both of our focus are there. I think we've balanced each other. I think I've, I've given you some of that. And you've given me some of your like stable thinking. Like I, I have some of that now of thinking, you know, retirement, got to put money in the bank type of stuff. Um, but, you know, I love to save money. What was cool was that um, you just said that whole head in the clouds thing. And in that assessment that I took, futuristic was my top um, strength. And, but on the strength, it said that it can be seen as a weakness by some people because they are lofty and they, they always have their head in the clouds and they could seem like they're well, just because, not connected. And some people are not future minded right. they're like, um, or like growth minded, yeah. like seeing the future. Like I'm sure there was plenty of people and just a very few people that could understand that someday there would be a phone where you could see each other and yeah. speak to each other and be watching the person. Um, and like I'm saying, like before cell phones, yeah, there was probably just a few that sounded lofty, but they were actually futuristic. So I know it was like Buck Rogers stuff, like in the movies. And yeah, then. like I see that in you. Um, there was something else I wanted to say. Um, uh, what did I say? You're talking about you're talking about lofty thinking and how 
over the years you've gotten some of that yourself you're on the same oh so Gabriel Godinez used to be very into kind of Mediterranean looking homes like Tuscan style Tuscan that was and it. I didn't really like it I always wanted a glass box to live in <laughs> literal glass box um I looked at shipping containers. I loved um, concrete floors. I like concrete floors and like walls that are glass that open up. And I remember one day he said he he liked it. Like, and I was just in awe, and I attributed it to God. Um, I remember reading that um about the desires of your heart with god like he would give you the desires of your heart if you delight yourself in him and i've always found delight in god i think you know i i see the sunrise i see the colors mm -hmm. and i'm like wow thanks lord that's amazing yeah oh good job today papa god that's amazing look what you did you know just seeing the sky that's something you know, amazing. Right. Every day, everybody's seeing this guy. Um, but I take delight in that. And I remember that verse coming to mind. Delight yourself in the Lord. He'll give you the, the desires of your heart. And the desires of my heart is to be on the same page with you. And you on the same page with me. And I've seen that. I've really seen that. And I'm grateful for that. Woo -woo. Thank you for accepting my flaws. You're welcome. Okay, now you say it. Thank you for accepting my flaws. You know that you have flaws? Heck yes. You're not in denial? I'm not perfect. I'm definitely not perfect. I may act like I am sometimes or talk like I am, but I know. I, that's why I have all those books. Because I know I'm not perfect. And I have to read a little something every day to know that I feel like... like a lot of stuff that I was talking about today with other teachers, some of my coworkers, was they kept asking, what is that futuristic? What is that? Because we had it on our name tags. Mm -hmm. And so I would explain it to them and their eyes would light up like, oh, wow, that's cool. Like, <laughs> and for me, it's just like, that's, that's who I am. Like, that's, that's, that's the way I was wired. So tell me this. Was there anything you wanted to hide since those are strangers, any of your flaws that you wanted to hide? Well, we didn't really talk about flaws. We talk about strengths. Okay. That's all we talked so about. So strengths. Um, so not, you didn't talk about weaknesses. We talked about how our strengths can be perceived as weaknesses to other people. Did but, you feel um, con self-conscious about any of those? No, I think the, the presenters did a really good job at keeping us, like making us feel safe. Like it was a safe environment. And everybody was vulnerable in in certain areas and in, in all areas like they had strengths but there were things that they didn't have like there was one guy who said you know i'm not really happy with what showed up on my list but i really want what she has like pointing at the girl next to him her card and so they talked about how when you take the assessment like it could be the environment that you're in and the mindset that you're in when you took it and when you answered the questions so like you said earlier, like environment plays a big part in who we become. 
and what we grew up in and, and our parents and how they shaped us and molded us and what they always said to us and the things we heard growing up that helped shape and mold us. And, and a lot of people talked about today how um, their assessments changed. Like they've taken this assessment multiple times over, you know, three, four, five, ten 10 years and how their strengths have changed and they've seen them change. And one of the presenters attributed at one time, one of his changes, because he's a communicator and he talks a lot, kind of like I'm talking right now, but he was talking about his communicator strength disappeared one time he took the assessment and it was, and something else showed up like empathy or something. And it was during a time he had just had a baby, him and his wife had just had a baby. So he said, we always have the 34 um, strengths as part of who we are, but there's, they focus on the five that kind of dominate, dominate and rise to the top so that you can focus on them as your strengths because that's where you'll find success. They also offer... Hey, wait, was there anyone in denial of theirs? Um, I actually had one that my fifth one was responsibility, which I don't feel like that's one of my strengths. I feel like there's times that I kind of shrink back from responsibility um, when there's a task to be done or, you know, they're, they're handing out projects or something at work I kind of sit back on that if somebody says okay you're doing this then then I'll step up but I'm not one to raise my hand and be responsible and say hey I'll do that I'll but take that, that would mean like initiative what you're talking about true so responsibility is like caring enough yeah to be responsible and to carry it just didn't like in my head when I saw it I'm like hmm. because you don't give yourself credit so what he That's was saying, part of you too. Did that show? <laughs> what he was saying was that the thirty-four, the list of your thirty-four, like in the order that the assessment puts them in, is available to us. We can buy it for thirty-nine bucks, but they don't um, suggest that you go and buy it because the first thing everybody does is they go to the bottom of the list, which is their weaknesses, and they start focusing on trying to fix those. When what they're trying to do is try to teach us to focus on our strengths and, and build those more than worry about the weaknesses. So I thought that was really interesting. It was really cool because everybody was asking like, oh, how do we get the list of 34? How do, how do we find out what our weaknesses and are? And then what do we do with that? Like, yeah, yeah do you nitpick yourself? I mean, there, well, there's depending certain... On the the, depending yeah. on the person's strengths our characteristics and characteristics, they're going to want to fix it. Let me fix it. Yeah, I started to imagine right now, like, how would this conversation be different that you and I are having if I had parents that were very nitpicky mm -hmm. on each other and very, you know, high standards, um, which is one of the words, high standards, is uh, one of the things that I realize with us in our relationship that we don't hold each other to high standards Um well, is that a good thing? <laughs> well, that's the thing is like we're very graceful to each other. We're very chillin' kind of people. Um, so I don't expect you to go build me a she shed, even though I would like one. Like you don't expect me to fix you like a but three course vegan meal. But you know that once you say stuff like that, I try and figure out how to get you stuff like that, right? <laughs> Right when you mention something, I'm like, oh, okay, I gotta figure that one out. Because you're responsible. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that we also lack the assertive. And I'm not saying that's forever. Like, oh my gosh, we're just so not assertive. Yeah. Because we're doing a podcast and that's, and we're, you know, doing episodes. And I think it's something that we're working on. And it's something, I'm it's because we care on. about the person listening. We care yeah. about you, your, your relationship. Um, as a spouse, as in a relationship, like we want you to succeed. I just, um, got wind looking through Instagram, a couple that I follow that give financial advice. Like they just posted yesterday, literally like, uh, sorry, we've been quiet. We're going through a divorce. Oh, um, we're going to try to keep our financial you know, post still up. Try to keep it business. This will be the only time I ever speak of divorce. Um, so kind of like, don't ask. Wow. But I was so bummed. Like, I get bummed when anyone breaks up. For sure. Like, I, I'm like, they were so good together. Like, what? Uh. Well, yeah. And the thing is, is though we don't know their home life. We don't know what they actually are going through and, and the compromises and every. But all I that do stuff. know what we have conquered. Right. So that's one of the things. And I that's do why it bums know. you out. That's why it bums me out too. Because we weren't always this like on uh, each other's level. Like they, there's times when, um, when I was really down. Yeah. And I didn't have the same personality and you saw me just not myself. There was times when I saw you bummed and I knew that, you know, let's, Put the TV a little lower. Like, let's, you know, dad's on his way home. Just, you know, be gentle, whatever. Like, the kids kind of knew. The bear's like, going to come through the Not room that door you were right mad now. or not that you were angry, but just we could see that something was bothering you. Yeah. And just that love does that. Mm -hmm. That's good. I'm thankful for that. I'm grateful for that. Yeah. And th so this. Because um, there's been times I came through the door and raged on everybody and like, Everybody goes running to their room with their tail between their legs because dad's upset. I'm not proud of that, but it's my humanity. And that's where love comes in and that's where grace comes in. And I'm, I'm not saying that you just, you know, love the life that you have, even though right. somebody came in, but you figure out you know, like I did with our teenager today. Our teenager was upset. And inside of me, I just wanted to say, uh, like I just thought of the closest store. Do you want me to take you to Target? Like I wanted to say that. I didn't. Do you want me to take you to Starbucks? Yeah. I didn't say that because I'm like, okay, what am I teaching her? If I tell her, let's go grab a drink if you know, you're having <laughs> a hard time, even though it's a nice coffee or, yeah. you know, like I didn't want to do that. So. I'm listening to her heart. I could hear, you know, that it's out of her character. She's very upset. But love will help you um, try to bless that person. And maybe she needs her favorite man. So maybe. what page of the manual is that on? Um, it's not, actually. <laughs> love is patient. Love is kind. And it's work. It's work. Like, I, I think that's the thing is, is our relationship has been work. Like it's been, it's been fun work. It's been. And we have had to address some flaws. Yeah. And you, 
you know, we've learned to do it with tenderness. Right. At the right moment, not the wrong moment. Why do you keep leaving this on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> not in that moment. Right. But in the, like, I just need this. Like, I, if you could just do this, I could just... Um, and if we've hurt each other's hearts. Yeah. Not hurt each other's hearts, but heard. H-E-A-R-D. And cared enough to make the changes so I think we should conclude I think we should end so I want to thank you guys for listening to another rambling podcast from us um, we just want to make sure that we are having conversation we want you to just kind of peek in on our conversation and share like some of the things like you're with us yeah like, like this is personal this is something we don't you know just we're not an open book like um, i heard my daughter talking about someone today she said oh yeah. they're an open book and i was thinking oh gosh we're we're really not but on this podcast we do want to invite you in and yeah. we do want you to hear there's some strategies that we found work there's because, something that someone told us right because ultimately we want you to win we don't want you to end up in a place of that you're that you're dealing with you know, a breakup or a divorce. And and that's not to say that every relationship is going to be perfect. And like we said at the beginning, you know, this podcast is not for everyone, you know, but if you're willing to put in the work and dig in your heels and say, like we have said, we're not going to speak the, the, D, word. the D word in our home. We it's will not, not an option. Think of separation. It's not an option for us. You know, we've decided that we are going to do whatever it takes to work it out. And, you know, that's taking compromise on my side and it's taking compromise on your side. And, you know. And it's grown us. And it's grown us as people. And so that's what we want to share with you. We want to make sure that you know that where we've come, although it's not that perfect. That overcoming is possible. Overcoming is possible. Change is possible. Yeah. Growing Don't together. Give up. Don't give up. Yeah, there was times when I thought, oh my gosh, is this how it's going to be? <laughs> oh my goodness, is that who he's becoming? Is that what we're becoming? Yeah. But really becoming, I think I would like to talk about our next episode about becoming because we have become. And I, I know that, you know, we did touch on that, that we have become and we should always be in the process. So... Some processes are very difficult of overcoming. And that's when you have to really hold on to each other, hold on to your faith, hold on to um, memories of look how good it's been. And, you know, like I've said before, it's I am not talking about hold on when there's an abusive relationship right. or, you know, you feel like your life is in jeopardy. Yeah. Or um, there's illegal activities. I'm not talking about holding on in those situations. I am saying steer clear of those situations. But when it comes to relationship and maybe they just leave a mess or there's, you know, the money's not right or. Um, Things that can be fixed or adjusted or. Yes. Yes. And just the importance of being able to verbalize there's a need and sometimes we don't communicate as well as we believe, which yeah. is actually one of the other ones that was on the list I just read from. So there's Coming more soon. to come. There's more to come. So thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.
Bye now. Bye.